What sort of alternative uh, society and culture well, do you, do one you imagine? That, one that doesn't make guns and bombs, one that's not at war with itself constantly, one that doesn't poison the air, doesn't poison the land, doesn't poison the sea, one that has enough respect for each other and the planet we live on and all the other life forms that share this planet that we live on, one that has enough respect for all of that to live in a way that's completely sustainable, that is beneficial to all of life, so that mankind becomes a, a symbiotic life form that's supporting the life of its host planet instead of being a parasitic life form that's devoiding its host planet of its ability to support life. At the moment, I'm sat on a train going to Auschwitz and I know that there's gas ovens at the end of the line. And I can't think of anything that makes me happy on this journey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries podcast brought to you by PCN Radio, where, as always, facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on the Apple Podcast app, on SoundCloud, on Amazon Music. I don't know what they do with Google anymore, and I still don't know what they do with Spotify, but whatever it is that they do on Spotify, please go and do that. It's the one and only Javito No Equal. Kicking it. Well, F. F stands for frustrated today. <sighs> Highly. Highly. And it's not don't, frustrated don't, in a Don't way. let them bring you down, big boy. Yeah, it's, it's not frustrated in a way that's like it really like determines the outcome of my day. Cause I really don't it, it I don't care to the point of like changing my profile picture to blue and yellow and putting up a black fist. It's just it, it's just typical comedy. But this is the type of comedy where I'm just like, I forgot to laugh. It's like, this isn't funny anymore. Like, I can't tell if people are serious. Bruh, I just happened to scroll over to Twitter. And I'm just looking and I'm just looking at the threads. And I'm like, why do so many people have flags in their bio? These blue and yellow flags in their bio. Like, what's going on here? That quick, bro? You got blue and yellow flag in your bio? Mm-mm. You sure? Mm-mm. I'm going to go look at your shit. Go check out my shit. Because, hey, like, when, when, I, when everything was going on with, with, with George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, we had this conversation, and you were saying, you know, all this protesting and everything is just virtue signaling. And I didn't agree with you there because I didn't. I, 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 I was like, no, this is going to make a change. This is going to make a difference. You know, this, that, and the other. So then we fast forward two years to the war with Russia and Ukraine, and we see these people protesting and showing their solidarity for Ukraine and their support for Ukraine. And now all of a sudden it makes sense to me what you're trying to communicate because that does absolutely nothing. Russia isn't logging on to Instagram and seeing all these blue and yellow flags and be like, man, those guys in middle of nowhere, Texas, are going to be mad at us. We might need to rethink this. Nah, this is this is like, what is it, the, a world power? If yeah. it, it, it's like China, us, then Russia, or Russia, China, us, you know, those three that always switch. They thought this through. Oh, they did. They definitely thought They knew there were going to be some issues with this. Obviously. So they're prepared. Yeah. I mean, China, China has the world's largest economy. 
all, all you're doing is pushing Russia to 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 their economy now. Everything everything that you take from every American made thing or American company that withdraws from Russia, guess where they're gonna go? They're just gonna go to China or they're just gonna stay homemade. Like R- Russia has products too. Pull out all the liquor you want. I'm not gonna drink no more Russian liquor, no more Russian vodka. Nigga, who cares? They got people over there that's gonna buy it. Like Bro, I had this com- I had that same conversation with my grandma. Yeah, they say they pouring out the liquor. Well shit, you already bought it. You already <laughs> bought it. It's already bought. So no matter where you go to go pour it out, you could go break it to the liquor store and pour it out. Somebody's already paid for it. Somebody that shit already paid for it, bro. They don't give a damn what you do to that. Hey man, hey. Look, you think you think Nike was hot about y'all burning jerseys? That shit paid for, baby. Yeah, we didn't already. We look that check was already cut. That check been spent. cut, cashed, and spent. Hey man, look, look. I don't mind being wrong. That's why I say things that if you stick around long enough, yeah, you'd be like, yeah, well, I don't know what he's talking about for that moment. But I'm telling y'all, like history repeats itself, bro, and like. We're not going through anything new. It's just variables of it that has changed. Like, this whole situation, like, this is literally a repeat from 2008. It's just that social media is a new variable that puts a, social media is a new variable, and we're at an age. Our ages are a different variable. I've asked people before, like, hey, you know, you know, um, you know, Russia has invaded, like, other little countries that were a part of the Soviet Union and got it back, right? This is, this that's what Russia does. I was like, no, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, you know, this happened in, you know, 2008 or 2006. I was like, oh, you know, I didn't know that. I was like, how old were you? I was like, well, I was this age. I was like, yeah, you didn't care. You know what I'm saying? You were young and dumb. You didn't really feel, you didn't, you don't really care now. It's just, it, it consumes the news feed. Just like I said, me personally, my frustration comes from, I don't know if people are serious. The situation in Ukraine, to me, it's, I, I've the thing that's the weirdest thing to me is once again, I thought virtue signaling was just a leftist tactic. And I thought, well, I think conservative people might be a little bit more realistic, but even they have folded and they showing they bitch ass ways as well. And I'm like, okay, this is why I don't identify with either side because I know for a fact that, you know, I see value in both sides. I mean, it's it's uh, once again, it's obvious that Russia invading Ukraine and killing quote unquote innocent people is a bad thing. But can anybody in America right now prove that Ukrainians are being killed by Russia? Can they? They cannot. They can't. But the thing is, okay, what are we on week three now? Yeah. Remember first week, oh, it's this Ukrainian fighter pilot. Time out. Time out. We're on week three televised. This has been going on for a long time. True. They've been been beefed up for a minute. They've been beefed up for a minute. They've been doing military exercises since early February. Like, it just started getting televised. Look look at the, like, I don't want you to lose your thought. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I got it. Okay. So we went to Puerto Rico. It, when, when did we go to Puerto Rico in, in uh, 2019? It was 2019 or 2020? February 2020. 
20, February 2020. All right. So <laughs> you got you got two years that passed by. The pandemic ends where it starts, where it started, technically. Like it's it's faded away, February 2022. Now you pull in the new news story. Like literally, it's parallel. It's though this shit has been going on since February 2020. Now we're getting close to spring break once again. And we're inching towards World War Three. Like every American company that does some stupid shit, like, oh, I'm gonna like I think Coca-Cola was just the latest one that was like, oh, we're halting distribution to 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 Russia. Like every move like that, it's almost as dangerous as declaring Ukraine a no-fly zone. Like you're the you're pushing these people to to want to be like, all right. We finna start shooting at you motherfuckers. World War Three is finna be imminent. <laughs> like, y'all want this just like you guys wanted to shut down the economy. Like, they wanted to shut... Dog, we were talking about this two years ago when we when it started. I was like, how are we supposed to sustain livelihood if everybody just stops working? Like, how are you going to sustain Russian livelihood if Coca-Cola plants out there stop working but they still getting paid? McDonald's shut down. Motherfuckers out there ain't working. They still getting paid. Like, what happens when the money dries up? And where the money coming from? I mean, we know where it's coming from. What's that thing you sent me for uh, for, for Ukrainian aid? How much was it? <laughs> I forget, but it was six point nine billion, Bruh. They took six. They took. They took basically seven billion of our dollars, and they're sending it. To a bunch of motherfuckers we ain't never ever met, and then a million a million of them done fled. Bro, like I said, I was sitting there, I was watching the State of the Union, and he said, you know, the American Rescue Plan has helped Amer- every American. I had to Google that some bitch because I was like, how did that help me? <laughs> how, how how did that that help me? Excuse, how did, did they say? Did, how did it help you? How was it supposed to help you? Oh, I I went I, I googled it right, mm-hmm. and then and then actually. Honestly, it actually had my name in it, and it said, Javius Brooks, we didn't help you at all. (laughs) I'm going to keep it real with you, playboy. (laughs) We didn't help you at all. You still had to work. You got no stimmy. You had to pay some extra taxes. We didn't help you at all. You a hoe. Sincerely, (laughs) United States government. They treated you like one. Bro. Raw. They Look, hit me raw. Money on the dresser. Raw. I told you, dog. The American voting system is just a glory hole. But then again, America loves an underdog. That's why everybody's, oh, backing up Ukraine. And like you said, you know, there's no proof that Russians are killing Ukrainians. All you, all I see on social media is, is Ukrainians moving mines with their bare hands. Ukrainians denying or, or protecting Russian soldiers or denying Russians access to this or they're at the airport flagging in Russian planes with Ukrainian flags like y'all winning the petty war, but you losing the I whip your head, boy. Because <laughs> cause if, if the numbers are close to accurate and, and, and look. I ain't like these other podcasters out here that's pussy and that, that don't want to say it. Because it's a lot of podcasts that they, oh, we don't want to sound like we're pro-Russia. First of all, ain't no Russia ever called me a nigga. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I ain't. I ain't okay, I, Ali. Okay, I'm just Ali. saying, bro. Like, 
my beef has no, I ain't got no beef for Russians. I ain't got no beef for Ukrainians. Look, I ain't got no beef for anybody on the Eastern Hemisphere that I ain't never met. They ain't never did nothing to me. Bro, I'm pro-minding my business. Bro, you dog, we've been pro-minding our business for what? How long? I was, and I think I, America should be pro-minding our business. Because you talk about, oh, these Russians are killing, you know, innocent Ukrainians and all this other stuff. But um, what did we do in Iraq? Shit. What we doing in Syria? What are we doing in Saudi Arabia? What are we doing in Yemen now? What are we doing in Vietnam? What are we doing in Palestine? What are we doing in the Panama <laughs> Canal? What are we doing in Guantanamo Bay? <laughs> what are we even doing in Puerto Rico? <laughs> what are we doing off of the mainland? <laughs> My God. My God. Bro, Australia was literally turned into a prison and the mainstream media never talked about it. Bruh, they were literally, it was it was Canadian truck drivers that were just protesting for their civil liberties, just like those people two years ago. They changed it into, oh, these people just, they selfish. They just want to go get their haircuts. These people were protesting for their civil liberties in Canada, and they had GoFundMes stripped from them. Their GoFundMe accounts were halted because the Canadian government said, these people were in violation of whatever fucking constitution they made up the night before. <laughs> it ain't can, we, we intentionally wrote this vague enough so when somebody's not doing what we want them to do, we can say you break it, you breaking the constitution. Bro. The same Canadian government right now is accepting Ukrainian refugees and they're protesting. In Canada, they're protesting in Canada. But first of all, once again, I know where Ukraine is. I know where Russia is. I ain't even gonna front. I, I mean, I know where the shit is. I seen Has, the map. I seen. I, I see, yeah, I, I seen it. But I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Before two or three weeks ago, I couldn't point to a Ukraine flag. I swear to God, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I didn't even know what color the Russian flag was. I, I knew I knew the Russian flag. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I have no idea. I didn't know the Ukrainian flag until it started popping up in people's bios. Bruh, can you tell me how in mass you're already seeing Ukraine bumper stickers on people's cars? You're already seeing people with actual physical Ukrainian flags. Like this is how did this happen in less than less than a month? Like this is this is almost as similar as as mask. Like nigga, mask just popped up. You shit, go shit, get, go, go get you three for two thousand. Get you, I mean, get you two thousand for three dollars or some shit. Mask just popped up, bro. They was they was ready, and they was. Hey, and by the way, we still haven't got our uh, mask from Joe Biden. He said we was gonna get masks in January. I still ain't got my mask. You got your mask? I didn't even order mine. Oh, they. I didn't have to order them. They you ain't had to order. Them. They was just gonna send it to you. So if Sam Houston can find out where I'm at, the government can find out where I'm at. So. <laughs> Except for except for the fucking United States postal system. Oh my fucking god, I fucking hate the United States postal system. What a fucking pad. Let me tell you something. If they poured more money into the United States Postal Service, hired actual quality candidates, instead of sending our money to foreign aid that ain't first of all, isn't this a democracy? Like, 
Never mind. Never mind. It well, is. Where? It is. This is a republic. I forgot. A democracy of what? <laughs> hey, bro. Look, man. Y'all out there think voting really matters, dog. <laughs> I get I get a lot of push I get a lot of pushback for that. Oh, you need to vote. So you so I need to vote. Okay, so cool. cool. I didn't vote. You voted. So you voted for this. You voted for my money going to some some blonde, some blue eyed white hair blue eyed blonde people over there in the eastern hemisphere that I ain't never met. And these people probably finna run over here with my money and have a better life than me on on, on GP. What, what sense does that make, Jay? I'm trying to do the math. And the math ain't math. It ain't gonna math. It's not gonna math. Once again, what did those people do to me? First of all, let, let's just let me just clear the air just because it's obvious. I'm not a humanitarian. I'm going to just go ahead and say I am not a humanitarian. I am not going to lie to you. Like, that's, look, that ain't me. I'm not going to fret. I'm very, I can say to a degree I'm pro-human, but a lot of y'all get on my motherfucking nerves, so I'm not going to sit here and ask. Look, I wonder if you people, I, look, I I I can can say I'm pro-human. As much as y'all get on my nerves, I'm glad you're here. Like I said Thanos had a point, but uh, <laughs> a point, boy. God damn it! The older you Look, get, the more you relate to a villain. Hey. And, and that's the thing about politicians, man. It, all jokes aside, man. That's the thing about politicians, man. A lot of politicians, man. They, they, a lot of them, a lot of them start with a good heart. They, they, they want what's best. They like, man. You know, it's kind of like I was when I wanted to be a teacher. You get in there and you're like. Man, I want to make a change. I want to do this. I'm going to teach my kids this way. I'm going to do this. And then you get in there in administration like, no, you're not. You're going to do oh. it like this. You, yeah, you thought. Like, oh, like, <laughs> you going to make a difference? <laughs> Let me tell you what difference you're going to make. We got this test coming up. They need to pass this test. Anything that ain't on this test, you better not be talking about. Hey, straight up. And 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 a lot of times, you believe it or not, man, they'll have these little they'll have these little teachers aides in the classroom that'll snitch on you real quick. Hey, <laughs> hey, Mister Mister Emerson, uh, Mister Wells not teaching this. He he's teaching this. Like, oh, oh, really? All right, we're gonna send somebody in there to to, to see about that. They come in your <laughs> class. And TikTok goes like, um, excuse me, could you could you could you come to the back with me right now? Yeah, <laughs> over here. Yeah. I'm gonna go to jail, huh? <laughs> yeah. I gotta send me that one. <laughs> Boy, that one be having me cracking up. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to jail. <laughs> Look, bro, this same government, bro. Like, I just don't understand how people trust the media, dog. Like, once again, I'm not saying Ukrainians are not dying. All I'm saying is it's a big if because man, oh, man, (laughs) like y'all told us people were dying of COVID for a long time and people were, quote, unquote, dying with it. And then when the documents come out where y'all basically corrected it, that's 
That's just that the, that's basically on CNN's ticker. They don't even. Boy, that's not even. You just laid that out there. You didn't bro, even say my bad or nothing. Just no, no apologies, dog. No, not a single fault, apology. No, no, no press, no press conference saying, "Oh, how we was counting, we was counting wrong." And then even when you got New York for counting wrong, you squashed that with the with the um, mayor. I'd have tried to fuck his secretary. Oh, the governor, governor, the governor. Excuse me, yeah, the governor trying to you know you squashed that. So it's kind of like damn. Oh, they gonna eat each other, bro. They gonna eat each other, man. When when it's when it comes time, dog, these people will eat you to save themselves. They are very cannibalistic by nature, almost, dog. And that's why those high-ranking positions come with high pay. Because at the end of the day, push comes to shove, you're going to be a sacrifice. Oh, yeah, big time, bro. Big time. I mean, look. Once again, I don't think World War Three is inevitable, but I do think that by us not minding our own business. Matter of fact, I'm minding my business. My bad. Let me take that back. I'm minding my business. The United the States U of America. By the United States of America's government, because they don't want to mind their business and they don't want to make common sense maneuvers, World War III could be imminent just based on the fact that it's like, man, you what happens when you push somebody, you know, you got somebody back into a corner? People are going to, you know, they sh a bear, I want to say any wild animal, you put him in a corner, bro. And, and, and Russia is known as the bear. They are the bear, the bear of Russia. It's like, bro, you don't want to back no bear into a corner. And then you talk about with China at its side, that's pretty scary. And and for all of y'all Biden-Harris supporters, I, I, I don't view any politician, I mean, it's it's two sides of the same coin. But the fact of the matter is, if you willfully got up and you voted that ticket simply because you didn't like the other person based off of like just personal views and personal feelings, and it had nothing to do with policy or actual um, knowledge of what you were voting for, I mean, you're really you're the ones, in my opinion, that don't have any right to complain because, like, a lot of this stuff was this was predetermined. Like, people knew this was good. People knew people on one side, people in the middle, they kind of saw that this was going to happen. Like, everything that's happening right now pretty much happened during the Obama administration. But once again, nobody really cared because Obama was black. Obama got away with a lot, bro. He got away with a whole lot. When I talk about bombing little brown and black kids. I've told y'all this before on this show. He still holds the record. <laughs> he got he got all of his serious ass. Bruh, he still holds... I mean, look, I don't care who the president is, black and brown people on the other side of the country, on the other side of the world, they are going to get droned into oblivion, bruh. That's inevitable. And what is what is it for most of the time, Jay? Natural resources. Good old Texas tea. Natural resources. You can get that shit from over here. <laughs> Why use mine when I can use yours? <laughs> this mentality of it's cheaper to import it, like, but at what cost? Like, at what cost? Like, you got, you have to, 
and, and you have to inject yourself in the world conflicts because you don't want to use your own product. So you have to go over here and be like, man, you know, I really don't give a shit what Russia doing with Ukraine, but man, this they they got a this support city and they, it gives me access to their natural resources. And you know, if I back them, they're gonna remember that. So hey, let me help them out. Russia already stingy with their natural resources. You know, we you see how we do the OPEC. So it's like. You know, we got to we got to protect our future. We got to protect our claim. So we're going to disguise it as, oh, the Ukrainian people are, are you know, being mistreated and, and all this other stuff. Whoop de whoop. So it looks like we're coming to lend a helping hand because have in any world conflict aside aside Vietnam. Has it openly been that America was on the wrong side? But you don't hear that in America because all the media, all the all the algorithms are adjusted to make us look like this benevolent hero every single time when you really should have just minded your own damn business. I, I stopped talking because you had said something and uh, lately my my contribution to all this stuff has been memes. And um <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, I wanna say even with Vietnam. We we the U.S. was in the wrong. I don't think the oh, U.S. is yeah yeah yeah. I don't think the U.S. is ever. I mean, we we, we it's, have it's disguised no, as oh yeah okay you know, yeah. we were. But it's 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 more it's out of all the conflicts, this is the one that was more of a yeah. We probably shouldn't have been there. Damn, and then we lost. Oh, they lost. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> They lost. I mean, it was so much lost on American soil, too, dog. So many people died in America protesting pretty much every war. And I think so many people have it twisted that Republicans are the warmongers. And I just want to just keep reiterate, reiterating here that the U.S. government, they're the warmongers. Like, they love war. Like, Lockheed and Martin, uh, what's the other one, man? Uh, Raytheon, they, they, they love a war. Like, like that. That's what they thrive on. Like, I told somebody the other day, man. Big Pharma came in two years, got a bag. They wait, no, look. no, they didn't get a bag. They got the bag. How, how much was the that bag? Ulti- the ultimate bag. If there was a bag to be gotten, Big Pharma got that bag. So was it a Louis Vuitton or was it a Telfer bag? <laughs> it was like all of them came together and formed a bag <laughs> oligarchy and made one megazord of a bag and gave it to Big Pharma. And then Big Pharma said, you know what? We fat and full, bro. You ain't got no country saying for that? I know you got a country saying for being fat and full. Fat and full? Uh... That's definitely one. Uh, was it Big Pharma made twenty three point eight billion, and that's just Pfizer alone. Oh no, they made four trillion. But yeah, go four ahead. Tr- four. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they made four trillion. But anyways, go ahead. I, I lost my trade. <laughs> I fact check that, but they definitely made in the trillions. They made, like you just said, that's Pfizer. You got Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, who they blackballed. They got uh, AstraZeneca, and they got like two more I can't even name. Bruh, got that itis. <laughs> got that itis. And they said, hey, you know what? Weapons manufacturers, it's your turn. 
go get your little bread. Go, go, go get your little, little something. Let me see something. I was gonna we, finna, we, finna, we finna roll like this this COVID pill. So, you know, which which we probably should have been working on to begin with. But, you know, hey, you get it. You take the Z-Pack and you be all right. It's the flu, my nigga. It's the flu. It's the flu. We just called it a different name. Poland gives the U.S. all its MIG-29 planes so they can hand them to Ukraine. American sends in more firepower alongside anti-tank and anti-missile launchers to booster Zelensky's forces. That nigga losing. I've been telling you, hey, bro. Bro, if you just go to the map and you look at the Ukraine and you look at Russia, and if you in the slightest thought that they was gonna be able to hold this shit down. Now, see, if you go to the to the map and you look at Vietnam and you look at the United States, you might think the same thing. But the only difference is you gotta travel from the United States to come over here and fuck with the Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Ukraine and Russia just right there. They can just funnel in millions and millions of whoop, pounds of whoop ass onto the Ukraine for an endless amount of time. And for y'all that don't understand, to simplify it, put it in context, I mean, the Ukraine is probably the size of Texas. And when you're just looking at Russia, first of all, once again, Russia, oh, Russia overtook Georgia, you know, back in, I want to say, 2014, you know. Georgia over there, not 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 Atlanta, not the state, not the state. Not the state Georgia, uh, the the country of Georgia. So when you look at Georgia, Belarus, Kazakhstan, like all that stuff, just I honestly I haven't been able to like really just look at it, look at it. But I would I would want to say it's like Texas versus the the rest of the U.S., bro. Like that's pretty scary, dog. Like when you look at it, it almost looks like it's Texas, and then you got the other states, then you got Mexico. <laughs> It's like, just imagine if Texas was at war with Mexico and the rest of the U.S. <laughs> it's like, bruh. Dog. What? My, my thing is, everybody keep talking. Matter. Size does matter. Look, man. My thing is, I keep trying to tell people, the people that care, that unlike in America, where patriotism is seen as like white supremacy, it's seen as racist, whatever. Like me, I would never call myself a patriot, but I always ask people at the end of the day, like, I was born on American soil. I'm an American. I'm not, if I went anywhere else, I mean, I'd be proud to say I was an American. Not on the context of me being um, from a warmongering country, but being from a country that most people want to come to. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And I mean, When you look at it, if you talk to something like when you when you leave the U.S., first of all, I mean, a lot of people that you'll talk to outside of the country, but like you from the States, because realistically, from Canada down to Mexico, we're all American. You know, this is the continent of North America. So I think just being on this side of the world, being so heavily protected like we are is a blessing. So. Me being American is something I'm proud of because, like, that's that's like somebody just being born, quote unquote, a bad bitch, just <laughs> genetically, just genetically gifted, man. Like, and, and for all of y'all that don't understand what being a bad bitch is, uh, we can get to that on, uh, probably later on in this episode because we got time today. But look, because um, oh, <laughs> uh, y- y'all been wilding lately. Look. I like being here. 
I hate some of the stuff that we stand for. I feel that at the end of the day, the United States of America definitely is not the United States of America that it once was and what it was supposed to be. I've been saying this for a long time. I think that this country has been sold to the highest bidder. I don't even really think that. I do believe when people say like one party is aligned, I think the Democratic Party is more aligned with international and foreign affairs. And I think that the uh, the uh, conservative party, the Republican Party, they have some international alliances too. They just do business a lot differently, and they have more of a sense of patriotism than the other side has. But long story short, when you go to a lot of these other countries, I think that they're nationalists by heart. Like I think if you go to India, you go to China, you go to Japan, you go to Russia, more than likely, these places will they will fight and die for their country. Like that is like, it, it seems like it's just an inevitable fact. They're a little, they're a little lax on the open judgment. What do like you mean? I feel, I feel, I feel people from the United States are more, more open about the judgment towards their country. Like we'll tell, let's say the Chinese or the Japanese or, or other people from other countries, we'll openly tell them what we don't like about it, about our country. The Chinese are probably not, nah, I fucking love it here. I, I ain't telling you shit. I ain't telling you shit negative about my country. I love it. Don't. I love fucking everything. Real talk though, like real talk. Like I would say, in the states is the only place that you'll really get that. I've seen that some from Canada, but I mean, even places that people would probably consider like a third world country, like Mexico. Like people that come from Mexico, I mean, they they may say stuff about the corrupt government, but guess what? Money's still always going back to Mexico. People okay. always going back to Mexico. Like people love Mexico, but for the most part, almost anybody can say any any country can say my country has a corrupt government. But for the most part, once again, a lot of these people will fight and die for their country, unlike Americans in the state. Like straight up. Like that's why there's such a um like you say, people like the underdog. But I say all this to say, man, what is Ukraine really fighting for? What are they? What are they really trying to do? That's the like for y'all. For y'all, I I know the answer, but from your from what you, the little blips that you've seen from the, uh, the 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 actor that is now a president, which is not which I have no problem with that. I mean, Schwarzenegger was a damn governor. Donald Trump was an actor. Reagan was an actor. I mean, Clint Eastwood was a mayor. Kevin Johnson was a mayor. The list goes on. Uh, the transition to politics. Coming from you, you, nine times out of ten, when you transition into politics, you probably coming from another powerful position. I don't really care where you come from as far as politics, but I, I am always going to look at your character. And I do believe that most people in political positions, they go in there with decent intentions and they end up, they end up, they're most of them are corruptible. They're not Batman. But I look, anyway. I, I look, I look at it like this Russia. Is you the Ukraine's baby daddy? The Ukraine left Russia because they thought that they could find and do better, and then they realized that they couldn't. But instead, they got too much pride to go back to their baby daddy when your baby daddy wants you. That's a that's a that's a that's a that's a decent way to put it. It makes sense. Like your me. baby daddy still wants you. He makes your life better, but you got too much pride. For sure. For sure. Okay, so
you got too much pride, but where does that pride really come from? Like what makes that what do you what do you think makes that person so prideful? <laughs> Attention from other countries because they want your resources. Not you, but your resources. And this is exactly why the Ukraine was a perfect target for the United States. Like if you dig into what Ukraine really is, like Ukraine is is highly known for you know, being a hub for money laundering. Ukraine is, 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 has been, Ukraine was, was in bed with the Clintons. Ukraine was in bed with Obama and Biden. Ukraine is still in bed with, with the Bidens and now Harris. Um, a lot of people don't know who George Soros is, but George Soros had, has a lot of influence in the Ukraine. Long story short, people might think these are conspiracies, but Ukraine, they nuts got big when they realized they had U.S. backing. And I keep telling people, I don't have to necessarily justify what Putin is doing. I have to sit there and be like, oh, man, you know, Putin is in the wrong. Yeah, if Putin is killing innocent people, he's in the wrong. But in reality, is anybody ever going to say, well, he allowed you, the, the Ukraine, not him, but the Ukraine was allowed to be a sovereign state. It's like when Texas tries to secede. When Texas tried to secede, what happens? Everybody start bitching. Everybody start talking shit about Texas, right? Ukraine basically seceded. And they've been on their own. But what did they do wrong? They started getting too buddy-buddy with somebody that's been an enemy of mine for decades. And now you're give, you giving them, with your, your relationship provides them direct access to me. That makes, it, that makes them a threat, which makes you a threat. And then you're trying to you're trying to eat like the, he, he's he's told them in 2008 or 2014, if you get if you align yourself with NATO, there are going to be consequences. Was it NATO or was it the EU? I think it was maybe NATO. both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shh, look that up. I think they both coincide with each other pretty tough. I think so. But he told them you got you have fair warning. Like. Don't do that shit. Like, we've already allowed you to be a sovereign state because at any given time, I could come and put, I could blow your shit off the map. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and, I, and that's why, that's why this, this, if you, if you're looking at something that's related to Zelensky, who is the president of Ukraine, if you go on the Instagram or anything like that, you look at the comment section, it is so many bots that are coming in there talk about how he's handsome how he's such a brave hero. Those are bots. Those aren't real people. Anybody that's well-versed in the situation, they know that Zelensky... Go ahead. Both both, both are correct. Okay, both. I thought so. You, I mean, it, it sounded right. Everybody knows that Zelensky is nothing but a puppet. He's a puppet president. He was a puppet president, and nine times out of ten, he was put in there by our CIA. Go ahead, Jay. Just an aside... Zelensky says he's no longer interested in NATO membership because NATO said they weren't going to come fight Russia. So now he doesn't want to be a part of NATO. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, that's all Putin, all Putin wanted to do was let him know, if you align yourself with my enemy, I can no longer consider you an ally. Straight up. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're Ukrainian, bro, People are gonna say I'm wrong on this, but Ukrainians are Russians, bro. They're Russians. They're Russians. <laughs> they're Russians. You can say that they're Polish. You can say they're some Jewish. They're Russians. They speak Russian. 
They rushing. Y'all just look. If we was to rewind 200 years ago, like 200 years ago, 250 years ago, you could literally be standing in Texas and be considered a Mexican. <laughs> like, Texas is derived from the Mexican word Tejas. <laughs> Look, man, if you're trying to, I, this is one of my favorite quotes about this. If you're trying to figure out if Putin is in the wrong, just simply ask yourself. If Mexico was to just say, you know what, we beefed up now, we want Texas back. <laughs> if, if Mexico just got up one day and say, we want Texas back, and then Russia was like, hey, Texas, we got y'all. That, that ain't right. Like, is that any Russia's business? None of Russia's business. <laughs> None of Russia's business. <laughs> that ain't got shit to do with Russia. That's a Texas and Mexico conflict. They need to handle that shit. If Mexico want to take Texas back, do that shit with your firepower. Don't come begging me for... for for fighter pilots, don't come begging me for nothing. You ain't getting no you ain't getting no support from me. We ain't buddies, we ain't partners, we ain't friends. My nigga, I don't even know why you calling me right now. <laughs> I'm about to block you. <laughs> <laughs> you you want me to come sign up for ass whooping that ain't got nothing to I have nothing to gain here. Your friendship, your loyalty next time I get into a beef, I'm not trying to get into any beef, my man. I'm trying to mind my own business. I'm trying to relax. I got I got this vodka. I got this bear at the circus. I'm chilling. I got this chinchilla on because it's cold. I'm chilling. And you want me to come over here? It's hot. Dog, it's hot. hot. These niggas over here doing pull-ups on the tree and the bear helping them. <laughs> First of say, all, say man. If that's that's kind of like in a movie when you see three henchmen get beat up and you henchman number six, you start changing your mind. Bro. <laughs> you Look, got it, big dog. You got Look, it. One of my favorite Reddits is uh, I think it's a, a normal day in Russia. I've been following that Reddit for a long time, and I'm gonna tell you something right now. Russian people are unintentionally funny as fuck. Like they're funny, dog. Like you're not gonna see a bunch of black Russians out. Like black the the black population in that part of the world is, is very low. Yeah, they allow immigrants to go to school out there because the schooling is uh is very inexpensive compared to um well I know the schooling is very inexpensive compared to Russia because once again Ukraine is a sovereign state. To be honest with you man, what Zelensky is doing is extremely selfish in a sense because their economy was already in in shambles. And by him doing what he did I really, I really want to know how this is gonna conclude because, once again, Russia not hurting, bro. Like y'all think y'all talk about the ruble and all this. Russia not hurting, dog. Once again, a lot of shit that America is stripping from Russia is really ineffective because motherfuckers still getting paid. And the thing is, you warned Russia what you were gonna do. Hey, if you go to war, I'm, I got these sanctions. I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. Okay, thanks for letting me know ahead of time. Let me pull in my cash reserves. Let me get everything that I need to do done ahead of time so that when I go to war and you start denying me access to shit, I'm going to be straight. I can't get Netflix? Bet. China, can I get your version of Netflix? Cool. You can't. You ain't going to give me Pornhub? China. 
Can I get your version of porn? You're not going to give me Facebook? China. Can I get your version of Facebook? Please. I mean, Ru Russia has their own things, too. Like, I'm yeah, like true, true, I, true. I've never have been able to access it, but, like, you know, obviously we have, like, .com, blah, blah, slash US. I mean, they have their .ru. They right. have their... I mean, Elon Musk gave them access to Starlink. He gave access to Starlink to Ukraine and Russia because, once again, like he said... He's a he's an advocate for free speech, and I respect that. It's like, like I had somebody ask me the other day. They was like, "Man, the thing I don't like about all this is like, why don't we get to hear what Russia's saying? Like, what 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 Russia got going on? Y'all literally censored Russia. We don't know what's going on in Russia. Anything, any news that we get, it's 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 funneled through Western media. I don't trust y'all. <laughs> I do not trust y'all at all. And by the way, Starbucks." as well as exiting Russia. So, you know. Hey, hey yeah. look, the thing is, you don't want to listen too much to Thanos because Thanos points start scoring and then you'd be looking at the you'd be looking at the shot clock different. Say, bro, I'm not even trying to be funny right now. This is not only be mean, but look, it says an elderly civilian Ukrainian couple are blown up in their car in a completely unprovoked attack by Russian special peacekeeping force to a tank. A special peacekeeping force the the, the couple uh, nato has claimed that moscow could be deliberately targeting civilians trying to flee ukraine interesting putin is increasingly waging a war of terror on helpless okay okay this ukrainian couple blowing themselves up is some wild shit though that's that's wild wait he said blowing themselves up yeah they blew themselves up i don't know what that was about I'm gonna look into that that's interesting ukraine war pushes average gas price to 417 i, I just I mean gas was already trending up before this ukraine war like like i said i know this ukraine shit was popping off like early february and we're basically coming into march now the way that they keep trying to say that um the gas prices are a direct reflection of Look, you're saying that the war between Ukraine and Russia is increasing gas prices. And like I said, in my opinion, when was the last time you remember gas being under $3? I mean, gas wasn't under $3 last year. I mean, I could look at the... Uh... I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. And it's kind of like, for somebody, again, if we stay so beefed up with Russia... Why are we even relying on that? Like the math is not mathing because they're not our friend, plain and simple. So, you know, oh man, because they went to war, you know, this is costing us, but we don't fuck with them like that. That's what, listen, this shit is, it's fake, bro. It's fake. It's not you. You're not really like the whole Cold War shit. All these wars, they're fake, dog. Look, in the end, when you really look at what's going on with these wars, who's going to fight these wars? Is Putin getting in the ring with Biden? Are politicians fighting politicians? Or are innocent, are innocent civilians fighting other innocent civilians that literally just want to make a living? If just it was, carrying if, out marching orders. Bro, if me... Just if carrying me, out marching orders. If me and Jay got beef, me and Jay go handle it. If two governments got beef, what do they do? They send out armies that they pulled, they compiled of people that just need to eat. That's the and like, bro. A lot of time had no other option but let me join the military. So therefore, 
These people talk shit over Zoom calls, talk shit over phone calls. Back in the day, they used to fax me, they used to send each other faxes. They probably send each other emails all beefed up. And they're like, all right, you keep talking that shit. I'm going to send my military over there. Nigga, but you not finna come over here. You pull up. I want you to pull up. But they not going to do that because these people are not really mad at each other. It's a game. It's all chess. We just pawns. Everything that goes on, government to government to government to government, they know at the end of the day, this is nothing but a game of politics. This is a game of international politics. When I feel like a couple hundred, couple thousand people need to die to settle my beef with so-and-so, have at it. This is not real. Real beef is Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> Straight up. Russia, Russia didn't come in and say, you know, Javius Brooks out there in Texas, if I see you, it's on site. And then the U.S. government just say, oh, no, that's one of our people. I got to hold him down. No, it's not like that. It's not, not like that at all. Brittany Griner can go to Russia, play basketball, and get paid because Russians, there's a, there's a, a, a section of Russians that like basketball. They like women's basketball. They like basketball in general, and they're willing to Apparently go pay. they like women's basketball more than we do. Shh. Think about that. They know good and damn well there's an American on that court playing basketball. They not mad. They like, shit, this shit. She's 16, dunking on people. This girl can play basketball. I'm cheering for her. I don't care where she's from. She's a human like me. She can play basketball. She does something that I admire. There are little girls out there that want to be like Brittany Griner in Russia. They're just like people think the, the, China, the China, China's, they hate us so much. Shit. They was willing to pay... I mean, I like Tracy McGrady, but I, the, t- the type of money they willing to pay for some Tracy McGrady shoes or some D-Wade shoes or to see Kobe. Like, they love they love that. The, the money alone that they funneled into Houston simply because they drafted Yao Ming is insane. Bruh. I mean, don't get and that's it twisted. Why, and that's why you don't, say, you don't say anything bad about China. That's why Daryl Morey lost his job for saying something bad about China. That's why LeBron tucks his tail when it comes to saying anything about China. Because you don't fuck up the money. The last thing you do is mess up the money. And the NBA understands this. If the NFL was more universally known, they would be doing the same agreements with China. Yo, shit, we'll play half our season in China for the chicks that y'all cutting over there in China. Shit, you thought. The NFL is an internationally known because they took the name football. If they probably just wasn't football, it'd probably be a little different. I mean, I know, I know the, I know they like football in the UK, and I know they like football in Mexico. But like, it probably would be a lot more renowned if it didn't have that name. If football. it made more sense. <laughs> that too. I mean, you start the game with a foot, but at the end of the day, it's in it's hands. not a lot of foot on that ball. It's not a lot of foot, bro. It's not a lot of foot, man. But um, look, man. Like I said. It's we're we're living in interesting times right now, and like I said, I know a lot of people listening to this podcast probably really don't care about the Russian Ukraine conflict, and you're right, you're right, you're honest, you're right to feel that way, because once again, we got cartel motherfuckers in Mexico doing same type of damage as Putin is doing to Ukrainians on a daily basis. You don't hear about that shit though. 
The cartel oh, is a. Oh God, I, I I would be afraid to go to Mexico and, and not be on a resort or something like that. I'm not going hey. into Mexico, Mexico. Hey, they say they say Jamaica just as bad too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Wouldn't leave you know what I'm saying? Jamaica. You know what for I'm what? saying? Like for who? For why? But you got people going to, to to Russia just to hoop. You got you still got people going to China to play basketball. Like these places that y'all are saying are are scary, threatening places. Like I mean, y'all saw the video on the Instagram yesterday. Like these they these these Ukrainians they looking like Kylie Jenner. Like they look, man, bro, they looking like they looking like man. I'm like they don't look like they struggling to me. It's a it's a model factory out there. Let me tell bro, you. I'm I trying to tell y'all, man. Y'all better look at Ukrainian models. Ukrainian models have been have been rolled now for a while. Like being beautiful in you in the Ukraine is a big deal. But see, once again, Zelensky, he put himself in a position. Like he put himself in an unnecessary position. I understand that you want freedom. You had your freedom. You had a set of rules you needed to abide by. You chose not to abide by those rules. And unlike these other podcasts out there that are scared to say it, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I hate to say it because once again, Zelensky, he's he's safe in a bunker somewhere vlogging the whole time. Like, bro, I ain't never seen a, a person in the middle of war vlogging the whole time. How many times at first, you at first it's like, man, vlogging? I'm out here on the front lines. I'm out here on the trenches. Then it's like, oh, I got to do these interviews, so I got to get out of the trenches. Because y'all ain't got the technology out here in the trenches. I need to do these interviews. So I need to go back to, you know, when I was out here. I got enough pictures to say I was in the trenches. Bro. Putin ain't took not one picture in the trenches. Because he dead ass serious. <laughs> he ain't here for games. <laughs> like, bro, you playing. You playing. Oh, you can win the petty war. You can win that one. Bro. You got it. Look. I'm not here to be liked. <laughs> I mean, it's just bottom line. If you don't like me, you don't like me. Move around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I feel like that's a mentality a lot of people really should have, but everybody wants to be quote unquote liked. People ain't gonna like you. And and I really think it's a problem when too many people like you. Like, I start asking questions like, bro, what you doing? You know, and I you, I'm always remain skeptical. I'm always gonna question things. And like I said, this Zelensky character, he's not trustworthy to me. He's just like that 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 one woman that that um runs New Zealand. I mean, New Zealand was practically a prison too. That barely got any news coverage. Anytime I saw the chick, I be forget her name, but she looks like she looks like a witch. But um, she looks like yeah, she looks like a witch. Uh, she looks like a. She kind of looks like AOC a little bit too. But um, did you just call AOC a witch? She she that bitch. The scary thing about this country is, man, people like her are gonna be running this country one day. Like people like her, uh, that 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 Putin, that Buttigieg, that that dude, that these mm-hmm. people are gonna be running this country. Like that's scary, dog. Like. People gonna be running this country just based off of their identity. Oh, I'm gay, so that makes me a good president. Oh, I'm a woman, so that makes me a good leader. Oh, makes me untouchable. Makes, yeah, makes me above I, criticism. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a trans woman. Cause, so, because all you're gonna be, all you're gonna say is, you know, uh, it's only been men so far, and all they did was fuck it up. Or it's only been straight people so far. Is it's it's uh, so they fucked it up. You know, you gonna put this caveat on people, but. My sexual orientation has nothing to do with how I do my fucking job. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and to and to pretend. Well, my if, gender has nothing to do with how I do my job. No, nah, unless my job is fucking, then you know <laughs> it, it, you can you can do it different ways. But still, like, and and that, I think that was the thing that made me turn. That made me like side eye that Lizalinski character when he was like, you know, men from eighteen to sixty, they need they basically need to enlist. Like, you need to stand back. You're not allowed to evacuate. And I just start I just start thinking about how a lot of these people, you know, when they talk about gender roles, they always bring up the Titanic and how you know when it was when it was time they was only evacuating the elderly women and children and it's just like you see what i mean like there is no equality there no. just isn't and that's just hilarious to me that the convenience you know and it's like you talking about you basically telling me that a 60 year old man is 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 more capable of fighting in this war than a 30 year old woman like why can't this 30 year old pick up this pick up this rifle not like that ukrainian model uh, she you see that ukrainian model i think miss ukraine she took that photo out with that with the... say bro <laughs> it was, she was struggling holding up that iphone let me tell you look you know she bro. paid that iphone and have no case on it either look man she was not oh, also go. apple is it is, is pulling their business out of russia too by the way Oh, I mean, shit. But it, but it's okay for them to 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 manufacture their devices in internment camps in China, right? They still hey, doing that. Hey man, say man. Oh, We're okay. Not talking okay. about that. We talking about the war. Oh Stay my focused. Stay focused. <laughs> don't look at don't look at what's going on in my left hand. I'm showing you what's in my right. Uh, don't look at the makes... code that I put in my left hand. I'm showing you the war that I put in my right. Gotcha, gotcha. Because that because that the left hand you you'd already put that in your back pocket. Hey, just this is magically disappeared now. What what's what's that country saying? One hand ain't worried about what's going on. Another hand, don't hey. worry about that hand, sweetheart. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Hey, for the people out there in the Ukraine that have access to the podcast and they listening to this, which is probably slim to none, because y'all can't understand what the fuck we saying. But hey, never know. Look, I have no problem with y'all. I have a problem with y'all government. Because y'all government put y'all in a dire situation, possibly, all because they want to be in bed with a bunch of pedophiles and cokeheads. Yes, I'm talking about the Democratic Party. Also, gas hasn't been below three dollars since um, October of 2007. So in, in December 2021, it was 287. Let's see, December 2021. Uh, not according to this natural average, this national average that I found. Go ahead and say it. In December of 2021, it was 3.30. But, you know, that factors in places like California where the national average is just fucking ridiculous. Where the average is just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, because like, right now, right, right now, it's $5 out there in California, right? Uh, at, at least 5 yeah. So so if it was already trending up in December, I mean, even still even think about that. Like if it was if it was in the threes in these like in 2021 period, I think my my hypothesis is, yeah, I could blame this war a little bit. But I mean, I got to say. A little bit has to go to the fact that obviously we don't drill out here enough, but also. Does everybody just automatically just the oh, do we have, does everybody just forget about supply and demand? Like, since 2020, we have more people working from home than ever. 
We got to count. We got to put that into account. Like, we got to account for that. Like, you got way less people actually buying gas. Also, if you look at 2020 and you compare it to maybe 2016, how much was gas in 2016? Does it it show? 2016. This time in 2016, it says it. the national average was 2016. This can't be right because it said it's $1.96. It's time about right. Interesting. You don't you don't remember that? From no, I don't okay. Look, this is how I feel about gas prices. I gotta buy it anyways. Yes, so I true. pay the price. Mm-hmm. I just dictate on how how often I go places after I pay the price. Gotcha, gotcha. For sure, for sure. I I, I remember it being fairly low in 2016, 2017. I mean, because that was one of the I used to break, I mean, I got a four-cylinder vehicle. So mm-hmm. As my price goes up, I mean, I'm just cognizant of that type of shit. And I'm cheap, too. So when I used to pay $24 to to, to fill my car up, like, I know that. Like, I remember those times. I used to be like, damn, because that was my first time having a four-cylinder. So it kind of just stuck with me. I'm like, damn, $24? And then I went to 27 And then it kind of made its way to 32 and 36 And now it's around $44. Like, I, I, I remember that change. And that was about... That was about over a five-year span. So to get back to my point. As of this morning, the average national price for a gallon of regular gasoline touched $4.17. The highest price ever, not accounting for inflation. That was up from $4.07 on Monday and $3.61 a week earlier. The previous high was $4.11 on July 17, 2008. Back in, I want to say about three, four months ago, um, Okay, let me let me finish this point. I would I want to point out something because I remember mm-hmm. I posted some I posted something on, on Instagram where when gas prices were going up about six months ago, Biden said something about, oh, I'm gonna do this to mitigate these price increases. I'm gonna find that and I'm gonna post it. But uh, my, my point is just to say between 2016 and 2022, when you talk about people working from home, meaning people buying gas less. Let's talk about how many electric cars are on the road now from 2016 to 2022. You got once again, it's still supply and demand. So if you're looking at it from a supply and demand perspective, let's put in electric cars and people working from home. Those are two variables that probably drastically changed between 2012 and 2022. So I joke to you about getting a scooter or whatever. But the reality, <laughs> but the reality is, it's going to be a lot of people getting pushed towards E. Like they're going to, I mean, straight up. I mean, it's a, I mean, and you're saying yourself, and you're a person that doesn't even really care about the gas so much. But it just seems like why even have to think about it? And I like cool shit too. Straight up though, I like cool shit. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I got a four cylinder. I'm like. I love having a vehicle, but let me get a cool vehicle that's not going to hit me over the fucking head just to go from point A to point B. Like, now, if you get to the point where I'm putting $60 into a, a V4, like, that's a problem. Right that's now, a huge problem. Yeah, right now, I'm still looking like, oh, okay, it is what it is. You know, it, obviously, I'm going to be a little bit more um, cautious about where I need to go. But once again, I was always... Um, more rational in my gas usage because I came from 
bigger vehicles. Nigga, I came from a V6 metal metal vehicle. Like, that motherfucker was heavy. I, I came from gas guzzling. So I was used to gas guzzling when when prices was well below $2. So, you know, when I finally got my own vehicle, I'm like, shit, I want something more sensible. Because for me, I don't live in my car. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, my yeah. car is meant to do this. So, long story short, a lot of people are going to be getting pushed to electricity. And it only makes sense. And the more people transition to E, I think that's going to be a very huge factor in why gas prices continue to go up or stay stagnant. So, to blame it on this Russia-Ukraine crisis that's only been really lingering for maybe 45 days consistently, it's that's just... That's just typical government gaslighting. And that that that's annoying to me, in all honesty. But um, like I said, y'all don't really care about this shit. Y'all want to hear us talk shit about other things. But um, look, I made a comment earlier about bad bitches. And since we're about to conclude this episode, I do want to say something. You mind if I say it? Let's go and say what you got to say, man. This is your platform. It's our platform. It's our platform. Look, I don't know what's in the water. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on in this world today as far as the dynamic between men and women. Obviously, we talk that's one of the main topics we talk about a lot. But I truthfully believe that words matter. Words are important. Context means a lot so all I'm trying to figure out is why does every woman that I come across think and let me not say every woman why do most women that I come across if I'm just scrolling just just well you know just just peeping shit why do they all think they're bad bitches and do we have a metric for what a bad bitch is? Because as of today, I'm officially confused about what a bad bitch is. Before you say anything, when we first started the No Boundaries podcast show, I think we had a question that we used to ask women a lot. And we used to be like, is sexy a feeling or is it a look? Yep. Because... If bad bitch is starting to make that transition to just being a feeling, all right, that's cool. But for me, that's confusing because because I always thought like a boss bitch was a feeling. That's a feeling. Like you feel like a like you a boss. But a boss is an actual thing, like. If you're not a boss, you're not a boss. Hey, some people have employees. Some people have children. Some people have pets. Some people have plants. And all those things. (laughs) Look, if you have a plant, you're a plant owner. (laughs) If you have. I mean, I guess theoretically you can't tell that plant what to do, but you can determine if that plant lives or dies. Which would still make you a plant owner. <laughs> hey man, say man, it's all semantics. It's and that and that's fine, but 
I still think that they're. I think that when these things get infiltrated and they get abused the way they're being abused, I think that 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 makes the market a very weird place to examine. Because I thought being a bad bitch or a dime was a high metric in itself. It's like you can call yourself a bad bitch or a dime. You're up here on the sexual market scale. But if every chick is a bad bitch, then isn't a bad bitch just basic? That's just that's just standard. <laughs> you've you've raised the bar to basic. You've raised the basic bar. I mean, the bar is basic. If if if, if everybody's if everybody's a, a bad bitch, then who are the not bad bitches? Because I've who seen are, like like you said, average is bad now. So if everybody's a bad bitch, when you come across the average bitch. You don't, I guess you don't come across the average bitch at that point in time because everybody's bad. So there's no such thing as average. So now bad bitch is the new average. Which is not a hold on. Hold on. Let me let me let me do okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna start, see how this math be mathing. I mean, I'm just look because I sent you if, a post the other every, day. If everybody is scoring 90 on the test, mm-hmm. but the average is 70. Okay, time out now now. For this, for context in this situation, let's just say that we're in a building and there's only a hundred of us there. And like you just said, everybody scored 90. So let's, let's look, I'll say everybody scored 90. So 90 is the median, meaning 90 is the average, correct? Correct. All right. So you take 90 and you multiply it, correct? Multiply times what? How many people in the room? What are we, what are we finding? We're trying to find the average. You, oh. you you add and divide. Okay, so you I'm adding ninety to how many how many people in the room? Oh yeah, all ninety. Right. Okay, all right, hundred people in the room. Everybody's rated ninety. Okay. Ninety a hundred times. Exactly like I just said, Jay. <laughs> okay. Look, you, you multiplied, I added because <laughs> I know add and then divide. You, you can multiply. What the fuck ever. <laughs> And then you divide it by 100. You, you end up with 90. <laughs> to, to, to make something simple, complicated, then simple again, if everybody scores 90, the average is 90. Okay. I forget where we were going. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Maybe that's why this is hard to grasp. Due to the fact that I guess, you know, since everybody is making this same grade of a 90, which 90 is bad, bitch, then here we are. Everybody in this room is a bad bitch. So where do we go from here? If everybody can make a 90, 90 where you were going is 90 is the average. 90 if everybody average. in here can make a 90, 90 is the average. So now the average woman is a bad bitch. Okay. Everybody in this room is a bad bitch. Everybody hmm. in this room is a bad bitch. Because everybody in this room is capable of making a 90. We made 90 a hundred times. I see what you mean. That, that, that's why I was confusing you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's hilarious. My, my, semantic. Semantics. Yeah. Basically. Basically, yeah. yeah, 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 basically, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, that's yeah. so so like like you said, and it's like, and what is the scale? There's no scale. Every, every out of all these hundred people. They set their own scale, and according to their own scale, they're all a bad bitch. So bad bitch equates to 90 based on your personal scale, even though all 100 people might have a different scale, but they all 
grayed out to a 90. Because I could come in as person 101 on my scale and I could say, well, you probably about a 75. You probably an 80. You definitely, you actually a 95. You cut yourself short. And I can come grade them on my scale. And then I pull the average. I might pull the average down to, let's say, an 80. And so now, according to my skill, the average person is an 80, and everybody above 80 can be considered a bad bitch. But that's not there's the no universal scale. And that that's a I mean, so so once again, so now we just going based off feelings. Semantics. <laughs> if we're going based off feelings. I woke I woke up and I felt like you were a bad bitch today. I might go to sleep tomorrow. You might show up in a different outfit. You may not be that bad bitch that you were yesterday if I'm basing it on looks, if I'm basing it on personality. Base, hell, I could be basing it on looks and personalities, and I could wake up, and I could feel in a different kind of way. I might have watched some BBW porn last night, and I might be in here, I might be having an, an affection for big women today, and now all big women are greater and higher than they were yesterday. I mean, that makes sense, but... That's not reality. I mean, it just isn't. Like, I remember we go way back in the No Boundaries, and we talked about universal hotness. Mm -hmm. And we used the Kardashians. I used the Kardashians as an example. And I want to say we probably had Ash on the show. And she's like, well, you know, there are going to be some people that don't find them attractive, whether it's physical or whether it's based on their personalities. But on the metric that we see today, the Kardashians are the most copied and pasted. The, like I said, I, I could look at. They copy I mean, and I see each other. Yeah, like I, I I see Ukrainian models that look just like Kylie Jenner. I I see. I mean, I don't even. I, I saw. I was scrolling, and I, when I sent you Saweetie and like Miami or something like that, I thought they were the same person. Mm -hmm. You know, like so it's like you have these four types of women that women aspire to look like and I guess these four types of women are different types of bad bitches but I'm like alright if that's the case what about y'all other motherfuckers because ain't nobody trying to look like y'all I don't see anybody trying to look like Lizzo people might mistakenly look like Lizzo but they're not aspiring to look like Lizzo <laughs> yeah I'm just saying bro it's it's and I mean, I understand we live in this world where, oh, there's everybody, there's somebody for everybody. That's cool, but that's a cope, too. Yeah. Because although there is somebody for everybody, y'all be the quickest ones to say, well, like, I don't want just anybody. You say, oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Well, I don't want any, I don't want any fish. I want that fish. Well, that fish might not think you're a bad bitch. <laughs> like, and that's that okay fish, if that's the fish that you want. That's fine. Of course. But when you're detached from reality, I think that that's when the, the depression and the anxiety and the, the mental health issues start kicking in. Because if you grade your, if you're that 90 that's in the room with a hundred other 90s, <laughs> then if you're looking at it that way, isn't it going to be hard to accept that a person doesn't perceive you as a 90 when you're clearly a 90, so to speak. Like you like we're we're saying 90 is the grade. And if 90, once again, is a is an A plus or whatever, how you gonna call me dumb if I'm just as smart as everybody else in here? So once again, if I'm not dumb, 
and I'm smart, then why are you not treating me as such? And that's when it comes back to reality for me, because that's when I'm like, hold on. It's because you're not a bad bitch. By my standards. I mean, shit. Is it just by my standards? I mean, isn't reality dealing them that fate as well? Because think about it. Don't the baddest bitches get rewarded? Pretty privileged. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not if you're not gaining the same rewards as these other bad bitches, then then it's the reality is telling you right there that you're not a bad bitch. I don't know, man. I I think it's simpler than people making it. Just like we fumbled with our math, but the reality is we had we had two different means to the same ending, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really talk. You you use the word mean, and that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> no, I mean this is. I know we're not going to solve the problem here, but to me, this is a way for people to kind of look inward, because my whole point in this. Why what is the what is the male equivalent of bad bitch? I mean, it depends on what what circle you're in. I mean, I think for for men, I mean, I think I think men. I think when you're like called fine or, you know, like do like you that nigga or something like, you know. But I also find it. And, and again, like you said, depends on your circle. I find men less inclined to compare ourselves to each other. Our physicality isn't as, as, an, as important as a woman's. Like, that's what it's, I'm saying. This is true. The standard for a woman to be desired is solely based off her physicality. The standard for a, a man to be desired is more based off his output into society. What is his output? Meaning, what does he gain? Because at the end of the day, what can he do for me? Right. Like, if you a skinny, scrawny, broke dude, and you're depressed, like, you you really add no value to a woman. Even if that woman is the same exact thing, you'll just end up bringing each other down. But mm-hmm. then if you're a guy that, let's just say you're big, overweight, you got you got a lot of money, come from a nice family, I mean, shit. If you're still you're pretty big, valuable. You're, you're still yeah, you know, you're you're big, meaning you're probably imposing, probably intimidating. Motherfuckers just ain't gonna run up on you like that. You got money, that means that you can provide. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say, let's just think, look, let's just say you're skinny and you got money. And you come from a decent family. Still, decent output. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could keep going. But then on the other side, the standard is just being beautiful. Like, just, just look good. That's, I mean, because you're not getting her money. Just look good. <laughs> kind of don't be problematic to a certain extent. But, but at then the you same talk time, to, you're talking personality been, then. Yeah, but we've been conditioned to to expect women to be problematic. Honestly, like we we we've been like it, society has, and I I don't know who, who whose fault it is, but it's like oh she's on her period, so she gets a pass to be irrational. She gets a pass to be emotional, because her body's going through changes. So we're almost programmed to understand that you know three to the seven days out of the month a woman gets to gets to wild out, or that you know they're more emotional than men, so they get to to express their emotions more openly than men 
And, you know, men are supposed to be more reserved and more stoic, as you would say, and not show those emotions. That's interesting, man. Like I said, something to think about. Because while we're doing things that are like we're I think once again, I think that we're doing things that are more labor intensive in order to be valuable. And when I look at the other side, it, it, I think our metric is easier to grade. You know what I'm saying? I think like even though I can't we can't think of what the name is that they would make call us. I mean, I guess they I guess you say high value man. I guess that's what they call it now. But you could actually measure that. Does he have money? Is he is he physically? I mean, even if you come from a physical perspective, is he physically attractive? Da da da. Nine times out of ten, he only has to check two or three of those boxes. But once again, on the other side, it's literally does she look good? <laughs> and now, when you bring her around the family, does your uncle say, "I see you, Neff"? Like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, that's it. I mean, we see it. We keep we keep constantly seeing people thinking that, you know, I am the table just because I'm sexually desired. I'm I come to a relationship. All I need to do is bring my sexual desirability like this is this is the table. And that's and that's why I said, all right, let's 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 take table out of out of the equation. Let's say relationship, because you can't be the relationship. You can be these inanimate metaphor metaphorical objects all the time. But let's you know, let's get to the brass tacks. Because right, yeah, you can. Oh, what do I bring to relationship? I'm I, I'm I'm sexy. You know, I'm gonna make you look good because you might be this overweight guy that has a lot of money. But then they're gonna say, oh, he has a bad bitch. And that's all that I have to be is a bad bitch because a woman with just an attractive man. You still going to want to know more about him. Oh, what does he do for work? You know, do he got any friends like you going to you going to want to know more about him for a woman is just kind of like, you know, hey, she's attractive. I didn't think a guy like him could get a woman like that. He has to be doing great in life. And his stock inevitably goes up. It inevitably goes up. So once again, when I'm looking at this woman that says, I'm sexy, I'm beautiful. Um, when you see a sexy, beautiful woman, Jay, what is one of the first things that comes to your mind? As a man, clearly. You want to bang, correct? Look, <laughs> You're sitting here I'm looking. trying to put this pervert <laughs> down deep inside of me because the first thought of my mind was looking at them titties like and, and i was like no nah, that can't be the answer that he looking for no man no man listen look at that ass <laughs> look <laughs> we, we ain't doing 90 100 times again look look you want to bang a hot woman this is true. now what if this woman is not bangable though meaning she like what if she's like she, what if she doesn't like sex what if what if her what if her vagina doesn't work anymore? What if it just stays dry all the time? That's good for her. <laughs> what the hell? But but no, it's it's kind of it's kind of like okay, I meet this woman. I'm not physically attracted to her, but for some reason I keep maintaining this contact. Then you eventually, well, not necessarily, but you open the door to build a more um, mental attraction to her. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So that's when a true test comes to play. 
that's when the true test comes. What after we have sex, what are we doing? So you that's you basically answer my question. And like if if beauty, I mean, because once again, if you know what beauty leverages, if you know what being sex leverages, let sex beauty being beautiful, sexy, pretty with all that shit, that that gets a man going. So outside of that, once that is pretty much off the table, what else is there? And obviously you'll get women saying stuff like, oh, I can do this, I can do that. But if I scroll Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, uh, it's it's quite a few of you that don't want to do any of those things. So if you're beautiful, sex is off the table, and then you're not even providing anything, you know, remotely wife-like to a dude that's pursuing that, then what are we all doing here? So it all comes back to what value in there, what value is there in being a bad bitch? That's another question. I mean, I mean, there's there's no value if you're not, and and I I don't want to say using it to your advantage because I don't feel like that's the that's the right phrasing for this situation. But at the same time, if you're this super bad, attractive woman and you have no other substance or no other depth, you're just blessed with good genetics. Then it's kind of like, again, what are we doing here? Something you that just, you can't even control. Like there is no labor you can't even control to that. I mean, even if you go buy your body, which a lot of people are doing now, they're putting on two, three hundred dollars worth of makeup and they're buying their body. All right. That's not that's 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 temporary just as much as your your genetically gifted beauty. Like you're going to start looking older. And as you look older, I mean, we all know that men are men tend to go for more um, youthful features. Like a lot of men aren't looking at a wrinkled up woman like, oh, she's hot. I mean, we understand why Botox is a thing and blah, blah. But the reality is once that beauty fades, this is a legitimate question. What is next? And we all grew up with the mentality of, I mean, beauty fades. Stupid lasts forever. Beauty definitely fades. Beauty fades with men, too. Like, I mean, men men do reach a time in their life where they're probably at their peak attractiveness and then eventually... You know, they get they they get they pot bellies, you know, hairline start receding, they probably a little less attractive. What else what else do they have to offer? And for the most part, we can measure those things because men in society are valued less when they can't provide. Has, like has I said, he, over the time as his beauty has faded, has he provided that he's a reliable husband? Has he provide has he proved that you know he is a, a, a decent parent to your children? Has he proved that he's a decent human being? Because that that alone goes goes pretty far nowadays. It's like, has he, you know, as these phases have have you developed more qualities that you like in him? You gonna send his ass off to war though, because you know he can go to war. It's him or me, baby, and I look too good over here, <laughs> and I send him to war. I know he's. Probably not coming back, but I know it's a lot of older niggas over here that's already established, that got money, that stayed single, and now I'm finna be single too, cause you know Bobby ain't coming back, and then fuck around, Bobby comes back, and I'm five months pregnant, but Bobby been gone for seven months. But that's another story, and I'm no storyteller. War brides are a thing. Do you hear me? So once again, it. it, it. You could almost say that at times it feels like being a man is getting the bad end of the stick. That's why old buddy tried to turn into a woman and was trying to try to sneak off. 
Ukraine said, no, nah, brother, you stay here. You you thought my you, you thought you was going somewhere. No, you stay here and you fight alongside the rest of us. Because when it's time for war, that means it's time for men to die. I heard somebody saying, oh, it, it's it's plenty of women going out there. Yeah, you, you got that that's still a that's still a, a minority. It ain't too many women that's jumping up. Like in these movies that y'all watching these days, where you got women chief in, in, in command and all that. No, no, no. Because if you watch, if you listen, if you looking at any of these stories, whether they fictional or not, you ain't finna read too many stories about women dying in this war. Because like I said before, a lot of women have been sent off. I guarantee you most of the millions that have fleed from Ukraine have been mostly women, pe- women, children, and people over 60. Yep. That's just so... <laughs> And and all this still has me thinking to myself. So, what 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 are we doing? Like, what's you being a bad bitch? What does that do for me? I still feel like that still ties into it because at the end of the day, <laughs> that just ain't enough. And 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 I feel like a bad bitch goes to the highest bidder. Of course, everything's for sale. For sure, these days. Once again, you got plenty of Ukrainian women t- talking about, hey, I'm in a dire situation. You know, hit up my OnlyFans. <laughs> Support me. Yeah, because when wartime comes around, it's, it's two places a lot of these women going to go. They're going to go to the kitchen or they're going to go to the streets. And where men going to go once again? <laughs> they offer front lines to die. You're going to die, big fella. You know what I'm saying? I, we're just, that's, what, that's why I said being an American is not a bad thing because I don't, I mean, I'm not getting drafted. I'm not my my country hasn't intentionally intentionally put me in a in a war. I mean, we haven't been intentionally put in a war since what the '60s, you know. Yeah. Just saying, man. Look, as always, in, man. It's it's wild out here, though. It's so wild out here, though. It's so much shit going on. We could do three hour, four hour podcast if we wanted to, but. We need more doctors. <laughs> we need more. We need more um, people contributing to society in a way that's more meaningful. Because um, every time I look up, man, it's just we 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 have more comedians. We have more entertainers. We have we have way too many entertainers today. Way too many entertainers. You know, uh, I, I tell people, you know, hey, podcast. It's it's a it's a for me, and I guess this would be a part of my words of advice. I don't know. But for me, I, I talk about what podcasting is to me all the time. But now more than ever, free speech is very important to me. And being able to speak freely without any constraints, without being censored. I don't care if I'm listening. If somebody if somebody says, hey, man, listen to this, you know, this this women, the, these women on this podcast, like, you know. I'll listen to them if they if they're bashing black men or they're doing whatever. I'm, I'm I'm still gonna hear them out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get too deep into these words of advice, how come they say that women don't bash men? I know I sent you that post where it says the first thing men want to do is get a podcast and bash women, and it's kind of like, are y'all so oblivious that you don't feel that y'all all y'all do is hold men up? Like I don't, I don't. If, if 
I I always like you like you said earlier, two sides of the same coin. So if you sit in there and say all men do is bash women, I feel that all women do is bash men. Because I see a whole lot of equality in today's society on who can get bashed. That's freedom of speech. But I also think that all goes into a bad bitch mentality. I feel like that bad bitch mentality is unrealistic. That's why they that's why they say those things because they're they're they're, they're detached from reality. It's like, once again, you think you're a dime, you think you're a bad bitch. You're always the victim. You're never the victor. That's a that's a detachment from reality because if you look up, these same women will be championing other women. They're saying that they're empowered women. They're this, they're that. But then all of a sudden, the same day, same breath, oh man, we're victims. Wait, are you a, are you empowered or are you a victim? You know, I'm, I'm just saying like I just I just feel like I just feel like those two things shouldn't they're not the same. They shouldn't be the same, no. You know, so that's just, you know, hey, continue to do what y'all do. I personally stopped caring a long time ago. That's why it doesn't bother me when y'all when 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 I'm hearing women speak negatively. I mean, shit, even when I hear these gay men speaking negatively about straight black men, it doesn't bother me anymore because at the end of the day, it's freedom of speech. You're allowed you're allowed to have an opinion. You know, you're allowed to you're, you're allowed to voice your thoughts. And I think that's why I like these platforms. These platforms give everybody uh, a chance to hear you out. They get that's why it's so it sucks to me that I can't hear somebody from Russia that is living in Russia actually tell their side of the story. When you censor them and do not allow them to tell their side of the story, that's 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 not right to me. So, yeah, like you said, if you say all men do is bash women when they start their podcast which that's definitely not what we did when we started in 2016 we don't bash women now contrary yeah, to I'm, I'm, we'll criticize women and i do believe that when you're critical of women once again when you're critical of quote-unquote empowered women then they automatically take that victim seat and that's unfair because men can't do that men are men cannot do that men how often is it that you see men being able to be victims you know when men are able to be victims? George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, Ahmaud Arbery, when they're Only dead. Only That's death. it. That's it. As long as we're alive, as long as we're alive and heterosexual, we are a threat to society. We're bullet bags, remember? Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, man, I mean, you help me out with my words of advice. All I'm saying is, I feel like these platforms, like stop knocking these platforms. These platforms are a good thing. It gives everybody, it gives everybody an opportunity to speak. And I think that's one of the problems with today's society. Everybody doesn't get a chance to speak. Some people are going to say some dumb shit that doesn't need to be heard. But guess what? It's your, you have the right to ignore it. Like, oh, he ain't saying nothing. I'm turning that shit off. That's that. That's your right. That's your God-given right. Somebody say some dumb shit. Ignore it. Or recognize that it's dumb and move on to something else. It ain't that complicated. It, it ain't it ain't ninety a hundred times. Anyways. <laughs> or are you adding ninety a hundred times? <laughs> Either way. Multiplication, addition, whatever what have you. Uh shit. My words of advice are simply in my thoughts lately, I found out that there's three foundations to all kinds of relationships whether this be romantic whether this be work whether this be family and 
they're the the foundations, the cornerstones rather of what you need and what you should have present presented to you and what you should be given back in return. And I consider those to be respect, empathy, and effort. If you're in any kind of relationship and you don't feel like you're being respected, you're being provided the same effort that you're giving and any kind of empathy and empathy in the sense of an understanding and perspective from somebody else's point of view, then you need to reevaluate those relationships. Another long episode from the two members of the most profound underrated podcast on the globe. But America loves underdogs, right? <laughs> no, they don't. They, America loves the underdogs that mainstream media tells them to love. Ah, damn, those dogs. Yeah, yeah. I think it's mainstream ironic media that don't fuck with us. Golden State was once an underdog in there, the same color as Ukraine. And the <laughs> didn't they win their first title like seven years ago? Yeah, I'm saying they were the underdogs then. And the LA Rams, the LA Rams weren't the underdogs, but they're the same color as well. It's just that's just ironic to me. The irony. Yeah, the irony. But like I said. I don't wish death on anybody, but the reality is I don't trust mainstream media. Nothing that y'all going to tell me about this Ukraine-Russia war going to really change my day. I'm going to still get up and do what I do. And um, hate me or love me, it don't really matter. But uh, as always, remember, we're on we're on uh, Apple, the Apple podcast. It's the purple logo. Make sure you uh, – time out. What is that silver thing I'm looking at, bro? That's behind. my light. Really? That's a fancy yeah, a light, ass light. light fixture. Oh, interesting. That 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 was distracting me the whole time, but I just ignored it because I'm professional. It's Anyways, Pico, baby. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. But um, yeah, uh, we're on this. We're on Google. I think we're on. Look, we're on Google. Podcast. We're still number one or number two on Google. I ha- I have it. Like yeah, yeah, apparently like we're that. no boundaries, and somebody else is no boundaries podcast. So they're getting a lot of the hits that we get. And I was like, that's fucked up because they only had like eight episodes. I was like, shit, we pushing like 260 in this Man, man, look, look. We may not be on Twitter. Trump may not be on Twitter, but Putin is on Twitter. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> and look for this episode when you let your when you're on uh, Twitter, search no boundaries podcast. I think sometimes Jay hashtags some of the episodes, so you might be able to find it that way. Whatever happens on Spotify. We're still unsure about what you do on Spotify, but go and do that. And uh, SoundCloud, rate, leave a comment, blah, blah, blah. You know the spiel. Thank you and you're welcome. And with that being said. Damn, we're like number four. On, there's a No Boundaries show Instagram. Um, this has been the No Boundaries <laughs> podcast. Thank Damn. you for listening. Damn. They booting us down like that? Bruh. But ever since the dawn of civilization, People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?